0: The Pre W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul
1: W Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Mark, gotta ask, you know, we've got some important subject matter to cover here in a minute, but this is also important and we can't help ourselves.
0: <laughs> What'd you think of those games, Mark? Unbelievable. Great games, both games, defensive uh, battles. We knew those quarterbacks were going to be good, but defense took over, huh? Yeah, I felt really, you know,
1: the the first game didn't really get off the way we all hoped. You didn't get the best of Brock Purdy. Obviously, he was out of the game. What after a series or two? Yeah, first quarter anyway. I mean, they were that was their fourth string quarterback in there, and they almost had to go to McCaffrey at one point, the running back, in order to play the game. That would have been uh, cool for them, and it was tough. Purdy came back in; he obviously couldn't perform like he's capable of performing. But uh, what a shame. That game could have been better had he been able to stay in and play, and San Francisco could have played their best football, accordingly.
0: But that defense dominated, so.
1: Those are great, obviously. These are great teams. I do think the two best teams in these championship games made their way to the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl, in my view anyway, will showcase the two best teams this year.
0: And the two brothers, first time in the NFL history that a pair of brothers will be squaring off against each other. The brothers, tell me that story. Uh, The Chiefs tight end, Travis Kelsey, and the Eagles center, Jason Kelsey. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. I wonder what mom and dad are going to do.
1: We had had a Super Bowl where the coaches were brothers, of course, the Harbaugh boys. Yep. But now two brothers playing against one another. That's interesting. Well, it'll be fun to watch. It'll be a great game. Yeah. Just quickly, after what you saw this weekend and throughout the season, who do you have?
0: I got Mahomes and the
1: Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. boy, I'll tell you what, it's hard to uh, bet
0: against that guy. Yeah, I guess so. I thought Joe Burrow could pull it out, but at the end of the day, Mahomes, even with a bad ankle, right? He ran, it was yeah. third and 10 or something like that. Right. He ran for at a At the end down. of the game, yeah. hats off to him.
1: Amazing. And I think Cincinnati played really well. They had a little trouble keeping their quarterback protected. Yeah. And they had too many mistakes and too many penalties. Yeah. That were really killer. But they hung in there. But they hung in there. They played well. They played well. Well, it'll be a great game in the Super Bowl. And I guess I, you know, I guess I'd like to see Philadelphia win yeah. in the Super Bowl. But, but, again, how can you bet against Mahomes?
0: Yeah. Anything could happen, though, right? So
1: Anything can happen. Just That's like right. yesterday. It's too- Two good teams to be a great battle. All right, look, turning our attention now as winter seems to have settled back in over our region. While not a lot of snow due this week, certainly cold temperatures reminding us that winter's still here. Winter, while it can be lovely and while it does support a lot of our recreational activities by bringing us lovely, fluffy snow that we can enjoy and play in, whether it be skiing or you know, from downhill to cross-country here in the state of Michigan, snowmobiling, of course, major part of our economy here, and all the rest that winter brings, that snow comes at a cost. While on the surface of it, it may seem obvious, those snowplows going down the roads, keeping the roads cleared, are either, you know, these roads are either maintained by county, city, or state-owned and operated uh, vehicles. Of course, the budget for those things come from who,
2: yeah, the tax taxpayers. Yeah, yeah, you got us. it.
1: The taxpayers. We support all that. To put things in perspective, all this lovely snow can cost around four billion a year, according to the Federal Highway Administration. It's a big number.
2: It's a huge number. I mean, you think about okay. So you have four billion dollars a year for snow, and on average, Michigan gets a lot of snow. But it's the labor, it's the, right. you know, the salt and the, the sand, right. you know, their mixture that they use. That's exactly It's right. the equipment. I mean, I couldn't even guess how much it costs to maintain a snowplow, plus gas prices.
1: And in the state of Michigan, we operate, we own and operate, what around, was it 1,500?
2: Yeah, uh, 1,500. Uh,
1: government owned and operated snowplow trucks. And of course, all those have to be manned. The issue goes beyond... The trucks, the maintenance of those trucks, as you say, the salt and sand, et cetera, that we have to stockpile mm-hmm. and uh, make sure is available to mm-hmm. keep the roads clear. All those mm-hmm. issues. We also have labor issues. That's uh, right. Michigan actually has a shortage right now. People
0: to drive those vehicles and put the mm-hmm. salt. In. And a third of those drivers are temporary. So it's been hard getting people to work. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: $4 billion a year. When you don't plow it, though, there was a, uh, a study indicating that it can cost a state for every day not plowed seventy to seven hundred million in lost productivity, etc.
2: Yeah, I feel like in Michigan we have a good system. You know, I mean, when the snow comes, they either wait to the end of the snowstorm or they have a system where they pre-salt and then they plow. I mean, can you imagine living in a state that is not accustomed to snow? Right. I mean, it's bedlam. They don't know what to do. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they might not have the equipment, or they might not budget properly, you know, for getting the you know the plows out or the workers out. I mean, I feel like we're pretty grateful in Michigan to have a relatively good system for for snow. And again, it's been pretty light this year, so it's not you know this past week when we had a major storm. I felt like we did a good job.
1: We did do a good job indeed. All right, well, we've uh, cleared the way. For the Paul W. Show coming up in the next hour. And we've got Ann Thomas standing by. Ann, good morning.
2: Well, good morning, Jeff and Mark and Kristen. I want to bring in our NFL, our chief NFL correspondent. Because it was such a great day of football, Sean Belegian.
0: Yeah, it really was. Uh, that, that Kansas City-Cincinnati game was epic. It, it had wow. everything. It, it really was like a soap opera for sports fans, including <laughs> some uh, questionable calls. But uh, yes. the Super Bowl is set. Philly and Kansas City. It's going to be fun. Be great. We're going to talk about that this morning.
1: The yeah, two best teams, right, Sean?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's all you can ask for if you're the National Football League. And so that'll be exciting uh, just 13 days from now.
1: All right. We're looking forward to that and all the nachos and everything else that goes with it. Right at your house, it's not just nachos. I know that, Sean.
0: No, we're going to have... I'm planning the menu now. Let's just leave it at that. I'm sure you've been planning it
1: for a year. Who are you kidding? (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Well, that's just the way it's supposed to be, just the way it should be. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Looking forward to the Paul W. Show here in the next hour. Stick with us right here on WJR.